listening to the Coal Mine Podcast. This is David Cole from Dallas, Texas, and it's October 3rd, 2021. A few weeks ago, I considered whether the Texas Heartbeat Act, the new widely discussed Texas abortion law, violated the separation of powers clause of the Texas Constitution of 1876, an obscure but important limit on central government power in that document, with no counterpart in the U.S. Constitution. Today, I again review the Heartbeat Act in the state constitution, now from the perspective of its Open Courts Clause, a better-known provision and also one with no corresponding equivalent in the U.S. Constitution. The application of the Open Courts Clause to the Act would raise some novel questions, but the Act itself presents some novel features, suggesting this could become an important area in the upcoming state court litigation about the constitutionality of this Act. The novel feature of the Texas Heartbeat Act, its provisions that deputize millions of Texans to serve as enforcers of that law, could potentially be its undoing under a unique provision of the Texas Constitution of 1876. The Open Courts Clause of the state constitution guarantees Texas citizens the right of meaningful access to state courts. The Open Courts Clause has no counterpart in the U.S. Constitution, so it has not yet been interpreted in the many federal court challenges to this new law. But the virtual shutdown of Texas abortion providers since the enactment of the Act suggests that the clause may directly address the practical problems that the Act has created for them since its enactment. The Texas Heartbeat Act took effect September 1 after the federal courts rejected challenges to it. The innovative feature of the statute, and the main reason the federal courts did not intervene, is that the law does not appoint any particular government official to enforce the law. Instead, it basically deputizes the entire state, allowing almost anyone to bring a lawsuit and, if successful, then personally collect a $10,000 reward plus legal fees. This feature of the act, widely criticized as encouraging vigilante-type behavior, is a novel way of applying this kind of restriction to an abortion provider or with only minor revision, really, to the exercise of any constitutional right. In response, Texas abortion providers have essentially shut down. They say that the costs and risks of widespread litigation under this law have made it cost-prohibitive to continue to provide abortion services. That problem directly implicates the Open Courts Clause of the Texas Constitution, the current version of which was adopted in 1876. Part of the Bill of Rights in Article I of the state constitution, the clause says, All courts shall be open, and every person for an injury done him in his lands, goods, person, or reputation shall have remedy by due course of law. By way of brief background, the present state constitution was enacted in 1876. There was great public discontent with perceived corruption in the national government, the Grant administration at the time, and just having emerged from Reconstruction, southern states, including Texas, were skeptical about centralized power and eager to avoid it where they could. The result in Texas was a document with significant, well-recognized constraints on central state power. For example, our legislature only sits every other year unless there is a special session. The Open Courts Clause is part of the state constitution's structural protection of individual rights against the power of centralized state government, and it is one of several provisions that extend that protection further, or at least more expressly, than the corresponding sections of the United States Constitution. Texas courts interpret this provision to include at least three separate guarantees in the words of a recent Texas Supreme Court case about it. First, that courts must actually be open and operating. 
Second, that the legislature cannot impede access to the courts through unreasonable financial barriers. And third, that the legislature may not abrogate well-established common law causes of action unless the reason for its action outweighs the litigant's constitutional right of redress. The situation created by the Heartbeat Act directly implicates the second factor. Historically, it has been seen as a barrier to excessive administrative charges for filing fees for new lawsuits, obtaining services from clerical officials, and that sort of thing. But the novel procedural feature of the Heartbeat Act also presents a very real financial burden to an abortion provider's ability to obtain a ruling about the constitutionality of the Act through traditional legal channels. And that's not a theoretical question. The virtual shutdown of abortion providers in Texas, now entering its second month since the enactment of the act, powerfully shows the point. Waiting until the entry of final judgment in a Heartbeat Act case is simply not proving to be realistic, and it has had the practical effect so far of denying providers their right to access courts to defend the constitutionality of the services that they provide. The question whether the open court clause of the Texas Constitution makes the Heartbeat Act invalid raises a novel issue about the operation of that clause. And to be sure, the drafters of the 1876 Constitution were not thinking about abortion rights when they wrote this provision. But if something like the Heartbeat Act had been suggested at the time and applied to other constitutionally protected activities, such as gun ownership, it does seem likely that the framers of that Constitution would have at least thought about whether that law presented a challenge to the openness of Texas courts and thus potentially violated this clause in the state constitution. The answer to this question, the application of our open courts guarantee to the unique features and effect of the Heartbeat Act, involves a basic question about our state government as we have defined it in the Constitution of 1876. It deserves careful scrutiny as courts continue to examine the Heartbeat Act and as litigation moves into the state courts in the months ahead. Today I return to the question whether the Texas Heartbeat Act violated the Texas State Constitution of 1876, this time examining the Open Courts Clause that prohibits the state legislature from unfairly limiting the access of Texas citizens to the state courts. While the application of the clause in this setting would raise some novel questions, it's also true that the Heartbeat Act raises novel issues from its unique design, and this topic may well become central in some state court litigation about the constitutionality of the Act. For upcoming episodes, I expect to have more interviews with other notable voices from around Texas, as well as continuing to address the impact and arguments about our new anti-abortion statute in Texas and other legal issues that continue to be presented by the ongoing COVID-19 pandemic. You can subscribe to this podcast on any of the major directories. If you like it, I encourage you to join other happy listeners and leave a kind five-star review on Apple Podcasts. I appreciate you listening, and I look forward to sharing with you again soon. Thank you.